0: Soundly. So right now our listeners get thirty percent off Headspace's entire library of meditations. Just go to headspace.com slash pod for thirty percent off your subscription. But only until May twelfth. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash sleep pod today. Hey, if email marketing is important to you, if making more sales is important to you, if providing a better customer experience uh, before they become a customer and after they become a customer is it important to you, then uh, I would make sure you really pay attention to this episode. Today I invited Brennan Dunn from rightmessage.com on the show, and WriteMessage is probably one of the most mind-blowing tools that I've been able to use in my business over the last year. We've been experimenting with it and really playing with it over the past six to eight months, and it is about time to let you know about it if you don't know about it already because it is a game-changer. A game changer. So what we're gonna talk about today is on-site and email, personalization, segmentation, learning more about the market that you are serving already and how to actually better serve them through learning by their actions and their answers to questions. And we're gonna talk about how to segment your audience, all about that interaction so that you don't just make more money, but you can better serve your people too. It is amazing. Let's get to the intro.
1: Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now, so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, he's writing a new book as we speak, Pat Flynn.
0: Hey Team Flynn, welcome to session 361 of the Smart Passive Income Podcast. My name is Pat Flynn, here to help you make more money, save more time, and help more people too. And sometimes that happens as a result of inspiration. Sometimes that happens as a result of just learning strategies. And sometimes that happens because some tools give you the ability to do all of those things. And saving time, helping more people, um, you know, a great byproduct is making money. All these things come as a result of this tool and the principles that we're gonna talk about today with Brennan Dunn from rightmessage.com. Um, he has an amazing story that ties into exactly why he developed this product. It's very similar to the story that we heard with Nathan Barry related to what he was doing before and then how he just had this major pain and created a solution for email, which then became ConvertKit. This is Brennan's story about how, uh, where he came from, what he needed, what he built, and now what he's offered for all of us. And again, like I said, this is a tool that we've been using, Right message, and it's been game-changing. So even if you're just starting out, learning these principles are gonna be really important. So don't think that because I'm gonna be talking about a tool here that you already have to have something going. Um, and especially if you do have something going, then this could be the next big thing for you. So here we go, Brennan Dunn from rightmessage.com. Hey, Brennan, welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Thanks for being here, man.
1: Thanks so much, Matt. good to be here.
0: Yeah, this is fun. You know, you and I have known each other for a while and I knew you back when you were really focused on helping freelancers make more money, which was really cool. So I kind of want to rewind and take us back there and then connect the dots between that and this amazing tool that uh, my team and I absolutely love. And then I want to recommend to everybody and we'll let you know more about that in just a second. But take us back to your freelancing career and kind of how things kind of happened from there.
1: Sure. So I, I think I quit my day job back in 2006. So I've been kind of working for myself for a while in 2008, I built an agency. So decided, you know, I was getting more work than I could handle. So I <laughs> dived off the deep end and got a lease on a brick and mortar office, hired a team, did all that stuff, got it to 11 employees. But really, I had a lot of friends who were making really good money in software online. So I liked the idea of having a lot of people paying me a little bit of money versus a few people paying a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I decided actually to shutter the agency. I started a project management SaaS called plan scope, which was meant for uh, freelancers and agencies. It's still around. I, I but i sold it a few years ago and that kind of came into this wonderful world of online business. And the thing that happened with that was I realized very quickly that it's very hard to get customers. So I thought, you know, I'd build a great product and people would flock to it and everything would just be great and um, it didn't work that way. So I ended up writing a lot about all things freelancing and consulting with the with the hope that that would bring in trials for Planscope. Well, that did well. And that turned uh, soon into an ebook, which then turned into a course. And I've done now uh, four or five different conf- four conferences, not five, four conferences, two in Europe, two in the U.S., and got a podcast, and th- this is all now under this brand called W Freelancing, which uh, used to be really just a content marketing arm to grow my software company PlanScope. So got to the point where I couldn't handle both. Uh, I sold PlanScope in 2016, and a big thing that has kind of been a, a mainstay with W Freelancing, which again is a, it's kind of a, it's a, it's like you said, it's a blog, a lot of content. There's a podcast. We sell courses. And one thing I realized pretty early on was that there are a lot of different types of freelancers. So some are designers, some are writers, coders, and so on. People have, are in different stages. So some are just starting out, others are more established. And I, my background is in software engineering. So I thought, well, what if I could make it so if they're on a sales page, a designer is looking at that sales page and they're going to see testimonials from other designers. And then likewise, the is looking and they're going to see copywriting testimonials. So I, I kind of wrote from scratch a lot of code that made that work and got on the interest list of a lot of more established companies who were saying, well, can you do that for us? So dabbled in consulting to do that for a few companies. It worked out really well for them. I ended up building a course on automation and personalization that did it even better. And the biggest complaint from that course was, I love the theory, I love what you're teaching. But you telling me to hire a coder is not what I want to do. So that's what led to what I'm doing now, which is Message.
0: So essentially what Message does and what you had done for consulting uh, before building it is you are helping us understand how to personalize the experience that our audience has on our website. I'd love to go a little bit more deeper into that and talking about maybe like, why does this work so well and uh, what, what could we even do right now that we aren't doing even before getting involved with anything, if anything, uh, is available for us?
1: Yeah, so I think to answer that first question of why does it work, the thing that I like to tell people is it's, it's such an age-old thing. I mean, none of this is new. Like back when I was selling consulting, if a CTO uh, lead comes to me and I'm speaking with them over the phone or in person, I'm going to be more technical. I'm going to reference – like if I know their industry they're in, I'll talk about other projects we've worked in, in that industry. Mm-hmm. And that's just how we kind of naturally convince people offline, right? Like offline, if I'm at a conference, so next week I'm going to be at a B2B conference in uh, in Europe and I'm inevitably going to be asked at the after party. So what do you do? Right. And my response at that conference is going to be, you know, it's, it's a B2B sales conference. So I'll talk about the tools I use. I'll, I'll, I'll be a little more technical than I would if I were at, a local kind of business mixer thing that was going on in my town. Mm-hmm. So we all, we all kind of do this, right? We, we, we change the way that we talk about what we do or what we offer based on who we're speaking with. Um, so the idea is, well, what if we could do something, that same thing, but online? So basically have all the benefits of niching, but without actually needing to have a fully niched website. Um, So that's personalization in a nutshell, where it gets harder, though, is how do you figure out, well, who is this person and what stage of business are they at and how do they self-identify and what do they need and then how do you go about changing that? So that, that was the challenge with us as a business was making that more accessible really to
0: everyone. Right. And a lot of you know that a couple of years ago or a few years ago, I got involved with ConvertKit which I love, and it's a tool by Nathan Berry. He's been on the show before, email service provider. And what I loved about that is it gave me the ability to start thinking about personalization because those tools allowed me to do that in my email sequence specifically. And it was my job in the email sequence and the way that I structured those emails to track you know, what people clicked on and then where to take them and what bucket to put them into, what sequence to put them into, what campaign to put them into. I started to see massive results inside of my email environment because of that personalization. My open rates increased, my click-through rates massively increased, and just the general feeling that I uh, was getting from my audience uh, because I was giving them information that made sense for them. But that was all after they came to my, my website, all that personalization stuff then happened. And what I love about what you're doing now is you're allowing us to better understand how to deliver more specific targeted messages to our audience even as soon as they get on that website or as soon as they, um, you know, as soon as we start to learn even just a little bit about them, even before they come on our email list in some, some ways. And then what I love about what you've been able to build and what right message and right ask has been, has enabled us to do is now that we know where they are, we can serve them different things back on the website. And that's blow, it's blowing my mind for one. <laughs> Number two, it is making us make more money um and a, a good example of that is recently we had our cyber monday deal which we called SPIber monday and thanks to WriteMessage message and its integration with convert kit and it integrates with a, with a bunch of different things um we were able to serve everybody the same cyber monday page but it was different for them depending on where they're at and what questions they had answered or if they were already a customer they wouldn't see the promo for that particular product they would see the other ones that they didn't have access to if they were a beginner in the audience they wouldn't see the more advanced courses if they were an advanced person they wouldn't need to see the stuff for beginners and it's just been really amazing to see not just like the numbers climb but just the direct response and comments from people saying thank you for showing me exactly what i needed so th- th- there's, there's a couple sides to this coin here of personalization. There's the idea that people can understand that you know where they're at. So then that activates them to go, well, well, then you must have the solutions. But then even after the solution is given, it is the idea of thank you for sort of putting me in my own path. And I, I just, again, I'm just so blown away by the by the tool. And so for anybody doing email who wants to know how to better give messages to their audience, Right message right now is my top recommended tool for, for doing those kinds of things. And so I'd love to speak or, or have you speak on really who is this for and, and how can one just get started with it? I think we'll mention like a, a trial offer and stuff for the, for this tool, but it, it is really like the next phase for, I think, business right now. And everybody who has an email list should be paying attention to this tool, which is why I wanted to bring Brennan on. So that's just a very long, you know, testimonial for you, I guess, but I, I, well, that's awesome to hear. It, it, it's, it's so true how. Like and we've just scratched the surface with with what's possible too. So I'd love for you to start by talking to the audience about like just how this works, how we can use it, and obviously with the many ways that we can, what would be the most impactful ways to use it?
1: Right, so I think the biggest thing, so I I know a lot of your audience is familiar with Ryan Levesque and uh, the Ask Method and everything like that. So we're very complimentary to that in the sense that we believe you can't personalize without segmentation. So you couldn't have done the Spyber Monday personalized offer pages if you didn't have that backing data to, you know, if, if you knew Brennan is in this segment and that segment and everything you, without that data, you could not have done that. Right. So right. we start with segmentation. That's something that we, because we've realized that personalization as a concept is kind of overwhelming for people because they don't know where to start. Right. It's kind of a new, new concept and everything like that. But the big thing that has really been resonating with people is everyone has drank the Kool-Aid now about email marketing. We know how effective automated messages over email are, right? And uh, like you were saying, you've been using trigger links for a while within ConvertKit to be able to say like part of your onboarding is asking things like, have you not started a business yet? Are you still kind of getting off your, you know, getting your feet wet and are you scaling? Mm -hmm. And you would use that, those clicks on those links within your initial emails to segment people. So you were, you were, you're doing a lot more than what the average email marketer is doing. So we surveyed our list, which is about 6,000 people. And we asked them, how are you currently segmenting? How do you currently break up your audience? And 75% of people only segment by purchases, meaning they only tag you if you're a customer and they, they tag you if you bought this or that. But beyond that, very few people are asking things like, who are you and what do you need from us? Mm-hmm. So our big thing that we're trying to you know, convince people to do with, with or without our software is to get better at splice, being able to splice and dice up your audience, your list by things, specifically things like, what do they need from you? So how can you best serve them along with how do they identify So are they in this industry? Are they this job role? You know, this and that. And you can do that through a number of ways, right? Like you can use trigger links within a tool like ConvertKit or really most email marketing apps support this. Now Um, we have a a tool built in the right message that lets you do that on your website, which you're using now to kind of in a way back up, if you think about it, back up the trigger links because they can either segment themselves on your website by reading, say your news blog post or by clicking that link in that onboarding email, right? So they both kind of write to the same record. Right. Um, so we're, we're really big on trying to get people to start there. Because once, you, once you've once you done that, you're going to start getting metrics about, well, you know, 40, 50% of my audience is this. And I'm not doing anything to make it more clear how I can help them with that. So once you get the kind of overarching high-level data, then it's a matter of thinking, well, you know, if, if somebody like this is reading a sales page or looking at a call to action. How can I, how can we better position that product or that offer based off this, right? So if they're starting out, they're not gonna wanna see a bunch of testimonials from people who are like, you know, I was making a million dollars a year and now I'm making 10 million. That might be a little overwhelming for them, right? Um, So we're we're typically encouraging people to start with getting that data right. So segmenting your list and, using a tool like ConvertKit as your single source of truth, as where you keep all the data about, this is Pat, this is what we know about him based on what he's told us or how he's behaved. And I can touch on behavior in a second. And then you can start thinking, well, how does that affect the emails I send Pat? Or how does that affect when Pat gets an email promoting our newest course, and he clicks out of that email to go to our site to buy, how do we continue that theme, that, that, that positioning, that we first had in our email on the sales page, right? So that's, we're always telling people to start with segmentation, start with finding out ways that you can better understand and, and kind of segment out your email list.
0: I 100% agree, segmentation is so important because although a lot of us are smart and niche down and have a focused market, within that market and within your audience, there are gonna be smaller buckets that you should be serving in different ways. And so I imagine somebody, and this just comes to mind because I interviewed a person recently who is a person who has built a resource for backpackers. And he has these amazing recommendations for tools and backpacks and gear and survival gear and shoes and all these things. But he's also noticed that his audiences are split because he has people who are just learning how to backpack for the first time. And they have a certain set of, sort of tools that would be perfect for them. They have a perfect sort of, uh, segment of articles on his website that are just for beginners. Um, he also has people who backpack and do, you know, day trips or two day trips and they have a certain requirement or parameters around what gear they need and what kinds of strategies and, and and information they should know. And then he has another subset of people in his audience. Who are taking those like four to five month backpacking trips, like up the coast of California and into Oregon and Canada kind of thing. And that means that there's a completely different, you can imagine set of gear and information and tools and recommendations and maps and all those kinds of things. So he is starting to learn how to segment his audience. And um, he's gotten really excited about using something like write message to do this because you can. In, you can understand this information up front. So write ask, which is built into write message. And you might see this if you go to smartpassiveincome.com. There's a little nice sort of pop-up on the bottom, which acts like a very easy-to-use survey. So on my website, it says, hey, have you started a business yet? Have you just gotten your feet wet? Or are you scaling right now? And then based on that click, it can ask further questions. But already, even if they only answer that one question alone, they are then, through the magic of integration with ConvertKit, tagged as somebody who has yet to start a business. And now they are already in that bucket on my list without even having to self-segment being on that list. So it, it's really cool. And correct me if I'm wrong, even if a person answers that survey question, if they were to later join your email list, you would already have that information about them.
1: That's that's correct. And that's what's actually really cool about this is that if they let's say they get referred to some random blog post of yours today mm-hmm. and you ask them, you know, which stage is your business. And then they close the tab and Come back later, say a week later or a month later, um, assuming they're on the same computer and they haven't cleared their cookies or anything like that. If and when they opt in now to convert it, all that info will be synced up. So crazy, we'll, we'll remember that, which is really nice for a lot of people, especially if they're doing kind of this multi-touch thing where people don't opt in right away, right?
0: Right, right. And and then to go back to the backpacking example, to stay on something outside of my own website, um, you know, I can imagine that this person can, for example, after understanding based on those quick survey questions or uh, however he uh, might segment his audience, then um, even if they aren't customers yet, when those people come back to the website, the homepage, for example, can say something to the beginners specifically, ready to start your first backpacking trip? Click here to learn, you know, t- all the resources for that. Or um, planning your next uh, two to three day trip? Click here if they're in that segment. Or, um, you know, gearing up for your... Uh, Six month trip. Uh, click here, or you know, just the, diff- the even just the language on the website can change based on yeah, who right. they, who they are, which is just blowing my mind. And y- you have specific applications for on a sales page where if there were a product that would serve all of them, the testimonials will be different. I can like the imagery could perhaps even be different, and the headlines can be different specifically to them. The call to action on the button can be different. And what's cool about what Right Message does is. It's the same page, it's the same homepage. It's showing different messages. You're not creating three different homepages. It's it's not a software that is similar to like Visual Website Optimizer or any of those tools where you actually have to create like four different versions of the same page and then it like takes all that traffic and then divides them evenly. No, this traffic all lands on the same page. They are just seeing the messages that are right for them hence right message um and 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 you can just imagine like how powerful that would be um and then also like you removing the things that they don't need to see either so it's like yes yeah, so you're sharing, showing them the right message and you're also not showing them the wrong message or the wrong product or too many things it's it, the the application is just huge and so like my team and I we 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 are just getting goosebumps thinking about the possibilities of what we're doing and we're already seeing a lot of results i mean we've had I haven't checked the latest numbers, but we've had you know tens of thousands of people just quickly answer those questions at the bottom, which is already informing us a lot of information about them, about you, uh, all of you listening, and then it allows us to, to be honest, just better serve you. And it's just so cool, man. Like I'm just so stoked on this.
1: Well, if you don't mind me saying, so I'm looking at your dashboard now, just yeah. today. Go ahead. Go ahead. In the last 11 hours, you've had 57 people have answered questions. 34 of those answers have gone up to ConvertKit. Uh, across 17 total subscribers in ConvertKit. And just, I mean, that's, that's in just last, in the last 11 hours. Yeah, yeah. You're averaging about 1,000 uh, answers a week, which is really good. Um, but what's awesome is all that data is being sucked up to ConvertKit. So without really needing to think about anything, right? right. Um, and you know what? You I wanted to mention something really quickly about the sales page example. So a lot of people think this is crazy and probably borderline overboard. But one of my course sales pages so for double your freelancing has 1200 variations and that might seem wait <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: there's 1200 yeah, different probably- versions of the same page depending on the data right. that you've collected but, but about people. Not,
1: right exactly and what's interesting is it only took about 40 minutes to set up so it's not like I, I cloned the page 1200 times what i did was i have i think it's eight different dimensions right everything from income range to uh, what kind of work you do to are you an agency or are you solo to why did you join the email course so i have an email course that leads to that sales page Mm -hmm. so if i i ask them when they join why are you joining this email course what does this email course need to accomplish for you and then at the end of the email course i ask them another question now that you've gone through this free training where are you still stuck right so let's say that they join the email course and one of the options that they choose when joining is, um, I'm struggling to close proposals. So they choose that, they type in their email address and they tell me they're a designer. By the end of the email course, I cycle back and I say, I know you were struggling to close uh, proposals in joining this. Hopefully now throughout this course, you, you have a better understanding of how to write really good proposals. What are you still, where are you still struggling? And one of the options might be like, I, st- I need a framework, I need a system. So if they choose that, by the time they get pitched, and this is about a week later, on the paid course, the focus is on this is going to help you deliver a turnkey system that will help you close more proposals for your design business, right? And that's, I mean, it it seems like there's, I mean, if you think about it, there's, what, six or seven different types of work. There's three stages. So haven't yet started agency or solo, you know, all these multiplied by each other. I forgot the exact number, but it's twelve hundred something possible variations. Where what I'm doing is, I'm just saying if they're, you know, depending on the kind of work they do, change out these testimonials. Depending on what they need right now, which is the end of that email course ask that I give them, mm-hmm. change the way I describe that offer right before the purchase button, and then the headline is changed based on why they came in. So it's different elements on that on that page, which is all done visually. So none of this is with code change based on these different data points that are all sitting so i just switched to convertkit so now all sitting in convertkit and when they click from a convertkit sent email that is pitching them on the course to the long-form sales page all of that data from convertkit all that tag and custom field data is brought over and they get a one-off page that is specific to them and the impact on that has been 66 percent more sales through that email course just by 40 minutes of one-time work so I'm really happy with that. And that's, that's kind of the thing. That's like the quintessential like use case of uh, the product we've built. But I mean, it, it makes sense when you think about it. Cause if you were selling your course, let's say to somebody over the phone, you know, I you know, I'm talking with you over the phone. I'm going to, I know a lot about kind of the, what you do for a living. Uh, you're in San Diego and all these different things that would help me change the way that I position that course to fit you and your needs.
0: Yeah. Like if you went, if, if instead you were like, Hey Pat, like how's living in the United States? And I'm like, wait, what? And, um, you know, I know you're a business owner (laughs) and you have like, you know, you want to get more traffic, right? Yes. Uh, okay. Well I have this tool for you versus like, Hey, I know you're a podcaster and you want to get more listeners and you've tried these things before, but have you tried this? Um, that to me is like, wow, you know, you know where I'm at. And I think it was Jay Abraham who said, if you can, to find the problem better than your target customer. I mean, they're going to automatically assume you have a solution. So this is just a tool to help you do that.
1: So what's interesting too, we haven't really touched on this yet is we talked about surveys. So you're using surveys both over trigger links and emails and on your website. Now there's also a behavioral element to this. So let's say, um, You you know, you can set up different segments like designer, developer, marketer, you know, and so forth. But you can also plug in rules that say if somebody lands on the "How to Start a Business" blog post of mine from Google, well, we're going to automatically put them in the beginner segment. We don't need to assume they're trying to scale a business if they land there first. So you can look at things like the website that sent them traffic. So if ConvertKit.com sends you traffic, you can probably assume that the person coming over and uses ConvertKit. So we do this. So we integrate with all these different tools. We're on these different integration directories. We have uh, guest posts we've done on these different sites. When ActiveCampaign sends us somebody from their blog, we don't ask, are you ActiveCampaign, Drip, ConvertKit, or any of that stuff. We just assume they're ActiveCampaign because they came from ActiveCampaign. So when they come over, they're seeing the ActiveCampaign logo, big prominently highlighted front and center. And, you know, little things like that, where you can kind of behaviorally segment people where instead of just explicitly asking, I mean, the explicit is a fallback. So if they came directly or something, you would need to ask them, what do you use? But sometimes you can kind of guess based on, you know, where they came from or the, this is another big one is the ad they clicked on. So if you're doing any sort of paid ads with say Facebook ads, you can target You know, this ad is going to men, this ad is going to women, this ad is going to this age range, this ad is going to people who like this. So people who like AppSumo, click this ad or something, you have a testimonial of Noah Kagan or something, right? Like there's so many interesting things you could do based on looking at, you know, where where where's this person coming from and what type of people engage with that kind of ad or click on a URL from this blog, like what kind of people read this blog? And we've seen re- really, really good results from a lot of our customers when they get when they go through their analytics and look at who's sending me traffic consistently and what type of people read these different websites.
0: I like that. So if I had a fitness website, for example, and I talked about all things fitness from nutrition to weightlifting to uh, weight loss to you know running, all those things. If I had a very popular article that was about sort of running your first 5K Um, and I saw where it was coming from, perhaps Google was sending me traffic, like how to run your first 5K. As soon as people land on that page, we would then, so it would be a rule that like, if people land on this page from Mm -hmm. Google, then essentially tag them as a uh, sort of couch to 5K person and um, have right message show, uh, you know, all future information on the website will be about sort of, Getting started and getting your first, uh, you know, few steps, and then eventually, hopefully, show them a training program on, you know, how to how to just have a, you know, really good but easy running regimen to train you for that.
1: Exactly, and what's nice is it's not about
0: just doing
1: it at that point of the landing page. So if they go to the homepage or they come back days later, you still remember that entry point, and you've segmented them that that way. So they're looking at your homepage hero. And now it's all about getting started running a five K mm. whereas somebody who searched for, you know, go, joining an ultra marathon, they're not going to, you know, running a five K is not going to be that appealing to them or, you know, a triathlon or something like that. Right. Yeah. You can, you can change up depending on how they behaved on your own website. And I'm even doing this now where on W or freelancing, if I have different blogs that send traffic consistently, one of which is a web design blog, and they, they link people to a random article in my blog, and that's been there for the last few years. So people come over from there. I assume they're a designer if they're reading a design blog. And then depending on the type of content they're reading the most of, I group them into what I think they need help with. So if they're binging articles about proposals and they came from a design blog, when they go over to my homepage or they hit, get hit with an exit pop-up or a, a footer uh, opt-in at the bottom of the blog post, It literally says, designers, colon, find out how to close more proposals. And it's based on what they're consuming and how I've segmented them based on acquisition in that case. But they could have also said, I'm a designer by clicking on the option in write ask and and ended up seeing the same stuff.
0: That's crazy. And to some listening right now, it may seem a little complicated still. I would love to simplify this even more. And, even, can, you know, cause I remember when I first started segmentation before I learned about right message, it was, um, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to think of all the different people and buckets and, and kinds of people in my audience. So I had like 40 different ways that I could sort of like, okay, what about like, um, millennial females, millennial males, and you know, people who are older, uh, baby boomers who are just getting started, but then baby boomers who already have a successful business. And there was like eight, like 40 different things. And I was like, this is going to be way too complicated to figure out. And like, if you were to recommend how to start easily segmenting beyond the obvious one, which is like customer, not customer, how would you begin to, to have people understand like, well, what are those buckets? that they should be focusing on? Like, is there, is there a specific question we can ask ourselves or, or, or how do we even know what questions to ask?
1: Good question. So in turn, I would actually start with the segments we just talked about, what we do know. because the big thing I think is a lot of us have a model where we say we're using ConvertKit, we grow a list, and then we nurture our list by sending them emails. And these emails will often point them to a new article or something on our blog. The, bit, the best thing that I think everyone listening should do is if I am on your list, never show me another opt-in, right? So if, if you just email me a link to your latest blog post and I go there and you hit me with a pop-up immediately that says, what's your email address? And I'll send you whatever you literally just email me. Right? So I, I, th- I tend to think that that's a really good starting place is to say if they're off my, and this is where I started out to be honest. So, the very first thing I ever did doing this kind of stuff was subscribers see a push to a product. I didn't go really refined with that. I just said the entry level product and then non-subscribers, I want to get them on my list. And that was my initial thing. That way I could just email everyone on my list and then new people seeing that article would be incentivized to opt in and existing people who email got emailed that article would see, a promo for a product or something. Right. Um, so I would probably do that and that's pretty straightforward and relatively quick to do. Um, but to answer your, your kind of the overarching question here, I think the biggest thing that we've seen the best results for are things like, how can I best help you? So, you know, instead of people, generally, if you ask, you know, what kind of industry do you work in or something like that, you're going to get engagement, but it's not going to be huge. But if you ask somebody, how can I best help you today? And f- so, for instance, on W freelancing, I'm asking people that. And the options are things like, I want training on how I can start or grow a business. Other, The other question is, or the other answer is, I want to augment my skills with new technologies. The third is, I want community. And the fourth is, I want one-on-one mentorship. So, if they choose mentorship, what's going to happen is, if and when they opt in, they're going to get emails from me that are about the coaching program we offer. Whereas somebody who just says they want, um, you know, self-study business training, they're going to be put more on that routing. Right? So I, I tend to find something, and this is huge, especially if you have a portfolio pro- uh, product. So let's say you have a, a self-study course and then you have a group coaching platform and then you have, um, you know, something else. Traditionally I would say, it's better to route people to the lower priced course first and then upsell coaching later. But I would also try to think through, well, if they want coaching right now, maybe you could kind of short circuit them to the coaching product. Um, so I tend to find asking people, what is it you need from like, what, what is going to make it worthwhile to stick around and to hear from me? And one way that I've done that is when somebody opts into my email list, have a little PS, that says, "Hey, in two or three sentences, could you reply and tell me a bit about who you are and what are what you're looking to get out of joining my list?" Let's say, and get, just get a lot of you'll, you'll start to get email replies to that. Some of these will be multi-page, you know, novels, <laughs> right? And so, but some of them will be pretty quick. And over time, you can start to kind of read between the lines and see. Well, a lot of people are struggling with this, so maybe I can kind of, you know, I've seen these three or four different themes. And I can now go and replace that PS with trigger links that say, which of these three or four are you? Or with a survey on my site that says, which of these three or four are you? And that's typically where I would start is by having something more open-ended. And then once you get data back to try to distill that down into a few core segments.
0: And then to add to that, Really pay attention to the language that they use when mm-hmm. they send you those replies, because essentially your messages on your website to that particular audience, for anybody who visits visits your website or sees your future emails, um, new or old, um, you would want to use the same language because that's what they resonate with. That's how they're they're sharing that information back to you.
1: Exactly, and that's gonna. You're exactly right in that, and that's gonna be. So, say you find out. Let me come up with. Say there's the three options you come up with are A, B, or C. And the A people use the word cat and the B people use the word dog. Again, this is a crap example, but hopefully <laughs> it illustrates the point. So the A people keep saying cat, the B people keep saying dog. So when you start to segment people in an A or B, when you start to think, how do I personalize the, the headline of the sales page for A people or B people? Well, you, like you just said, you have, you kind of know, right? You've been getting, raw language that you can kind of effectively throw back at their face. So when they get to, you know, some sort of call to action or offer, you can show them that I get, I get what A's need you, because they've told you, right? Um, and that's that's a skill in itself, I think, is to be able to kind of normalize that data into these different data sets. But once you start to do this, and it should be a regular thing, right? That you are constantly revisiting, what are people saying? This is why I love an email course is to have open-ended worksheets that you give people that are like a hosted form that asks them to apply what they just learned, right? And then they get a copy of that when they click submit, but you get a copy too. And I've got about 16,000 worksheets filed away in a folder in my inbox that sometimes I just like to kind of browse through and see what are people saying? How are people responding to the you know why did you join this email course? And I have structured ways too of asking them so I can properly segment them. Mm-hmm. But I do like that open-ended raw text input so you can get the actual language that people are using.
0: you know I often teach like, and in, in my books are about like removing the guesswork and let's let's have our audience tell us essentially what they need and yeah. let's better better serve them. And I've think I've done a good job of doing that without tools, but. Um, and, and so this is possible to do without tools. It takes a lot more manual effort and and work and, um, a lot more just conversations, but using tools like right message can allow you to sort of automate this process, uh, so you can get to the data faster and better deliver and better serve your audience down the road. So what, what I love about right message, um, and personalization and understanding and asking these kinds of questions is just, it just removes the guesswork for me and stacks the sort of odds, if you will, in my favor.
1: Yeah. And you can, you can ask, I mean, you can quickly, you're at the point where you can ask a new question with the right ask and within probably a few days, you'll have an indication of how people are being segmented, right? So you could ask, you know, um, what, what would you like to see more of on SPI in 2019? And you have three or four things that could be kind of gut level guesses about the, you know, what you've heard from random people, but you could get statistically significant data. About what people actually need from you um, relatively quickly by throwing up a survey like this and just letting your natural site traffic uh, kind of provide that data to
0: you. That's awesome. So, hey, you know, a lot of people are likely very excited about using WriteMessage and getting their hands on it and just testing out uh, how it works. Um, do we have a special kind of thing for everybody who's listening here on SPI that they can get access to?
1: We do. So if you go to rightmessage.com slash SPI, you're going to get two things from that. Uh, one of which is you're going to get an extended trial. So we're more than doubling the trial length. Thank you. And the second is we, you just reply to that first email you get, say you came from Pat and we, any one of someone from the team will be happy to jump on a zoom screen share with you, um, walk through your website, walk through kind of and, and help you figure out your segmentation and we'll help you get basically it's it's, over screen shared onboarding is what we'll we're going to be offering you guys. So we typically don't do this. We typically charge for that, but we, we, we know that this is kind of new, new train for a lot of you. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that we know how effective this is. This is better for you, but it's also better for your now and future customers. Cause people don't want to you need know, to think through well, how does this actually benefit me? You can directly tell them this is how this product or this offer, benefit you. And people want that, I think. People don't want to need to kind of try to think, you know, apply what you're saying, which is, if you think about it, most sales copy is common denominator trying to speak to everyone. If you can be more direct, people are more confident that you can help them because you can show them how you can help them. So we'll jump on a call with you. Uh, We'll spend as little or as much time as we really need uh, to figure out that strategy with you and get you all fully set up.
0: That's insanely Generous, Brennan. Thank you and to your entire team for sort of stepping stepping up to do, to do that for Team Flynn here and everybody who's listening. And um, so the URL one more time. Please confirm. writemessage.com messagecom uh, slash SPI.
1: Correct. And you're going to see personalization in action when you go there. So what we're going to do is, as you move around the site, you'll probably see little pictures of Pat, you know, around the site and and more of a focus toward uh pat pretty much like your, you know the needs of your audience, right? Like yeah. the, the types of people who listen to you. So um this is another example of that. So if you go on a podcast, let's say, you can set up these links that will make it so as they move around not just that landing page, but the whole site, the pricing page, the sign up page, and everything, uh you will be able to kind of kind of continue that theme.
0: Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. The application is is just insane for a tool like this. So write com slash SPI. And to finish off, you know, one of my favorite things that allows me to understand I'm doing things the right way is when I hear comments and responses to my content that sounds like this. I feel like you made this just for me. And that, that I get goosebumps when I hear people say that. And it happens after podcast episodes, it happen, happens in responses to emails or when I meet people in person. It's just, it, it, it shows me that I'm resonating with them, right? And a lot of that is because The content is useful, but a lot of it is also just the understanding of knowing where that person is and connecting the dots for them. And so what I love about this tool and what you're allowing us to do now uh, with it is we are now more easily able to receive messages like that. I feel like you wrote this just for me. With just a little bit of almost like hacking the website in a way to, to, to make those connections that uh, are sometimes not obvious. And, um, when you can better personalize information on the web for people, I mean, people are looking for people who understand them. That's really the truth. And you can do that and, and showcase how you understand them with the right message. So, um, Brennan, thank you so much for coming on, man. I appreciate you and your team for doing what you do. I, I have the similar feelings to like, I remember when I first announced making the switch from Aweber to Infusionsoft, then ConvertKit and just like the excitedness I had about that tool and its capabilities for my business and everybody else watching and listening was like, I have the exact same feelings right now. And I know this is going to be a big game changer for a lot of people and uh, in in their businesses. Um, This could be the answer for a lot of people too. So thank you.
1: Yeah. And, you know, to kind of give a little tease about the future, we've actually partnered with ConvertKit on, because Nathan is one of our investors on doing a full-blown course on advanced automation and personalization with ConvertKit and WriteMessage. So it's something to keep in mind. That's going to be a few months down the road, but it's something we're working on now. That's awesome.
0: Brandon, thank you so much, and uh, looking forward to chatting with you again soon. Awesome, thanks, Pat. All right. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Brennan. The link to go to to get your extended free trial plus some good stuff there is rightmessage.com slash SPI. One more time, write slash SPI. And, you know, I don't usually go hard on these episodes with telling you about tools. Yes, I tell you about tools all the time and people behind them and all those sorts of things. Um, but you could probably hear in my voice, rarely do I get this sort of excited about a tool. And it's because it is very exciting for us on my team. And it's very exciting to know that by sharing this with you and giving it a shot, um, you're gonna get some results. And it's gonna be extremely helpful for you and your business and helping you better serve your audience. That's, that's, That's my job here is to help you learn how to better serve your audience. And sometimes, like I said earlier, sometimes that's strategies, sometimes that's inspiration. And honestly, sometimes it's just tools. And this is an amazing tool, RightMessage, rightmessage.com slash SPI. So I hope you'll at least check it out. Again, free trial, no obligation. That is an affiliate link, so just keep that in mind. I do get paid a little bit if uh, you choose to stay with it after 30 days, but wanted to be upfront with, with that. Uh, but it is a tool that I'm using. You can see it being used right now if you haven't already answered the questions when you go to smartpassiveincome.com. And as you know, that tells me more about you so that I can give you better things, um, and help you out even more. So hopefully this episode was helpful for you. Game-changing for me for sure. Hopefully game-changing for you. I appreciate you so much, Team Flynn. You're amazing. And if you haven't yet done so, please subscribe to the show because we have a lot of great content coming your way. The next episode, I'm really excited because it's with a person who I got to know last year, an amazing woman with a an, an incredibly large brand and probably one of the biggest fan bases I've seen. And uh, it'll be fun to chat with her about business, all things business. So, hit subscribe, check that out. Until then, Team Flynn, you're amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Team Flynn for the win.
1: Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com.